0: This is the Finnish Football Show and we're back. We've recovered from our recent city break down in Helsinki to watch the Hawkeye yet. and the whole Finnish Football Show team is back together virtually again this time. Joined by Keke Murri. Hi, Keke. Hey. By Rich Nelson. Hi, Rich. Hey. And Mark Hayden. Hi, Mark. Hi. And... To start with today, we're going to discuss this evening's draw for the 2022-23 Nations League competition and where that that pits the Finnish national team uh, in league, <laughs> league B, B3. <laughs> we'll come to that. And we're also going to break down the uh, recently announced changes to the Sormund Cup 2022 as well as welcoming back the prodigal cup as the closed season liga cup competition makes a welcome return a welcome for me anyway and we're also going to look at a bits and pieces of recent news and just give you a little trailer for our facebook live christmas show next monday the the 20th of december uh if you're listening to this after that date then check your podcast feed because we're going to take whatever content we get from that and put it out as podcasts as well. So, um, I reckon there's the whistle and maybe we can crack on with the, uh, the nation's league group league B <laughs> group three. And then this evening we had a few pots thrown in there as well. It was quite confusing to, uh, to follow, but, um, I was uh, I, I watched it live. Did you all get to to watch the draw as it happened?
1: Yeah, it took about an hour and a half just to get there. <laughs> and then I turned off as soon as they fin- finished Finland's group. It's typically UEFA. I mean, this week, obviously, they've been in the, the press for their competition draws. And the, the Champions League draw this week was an absolute farce. And I was ex- fully expecting Finland to be drawn against Real Madrid or Man United in this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a typical UEFA. It's just another excuse for them to give out some pony awards while well, stuffing is the brown envelopes behind them but um it's um if you wait for a draw isn't it it's it's difficult i mean it, with the way that things are seeded in the pots and everything we kind of we know roughly you know finland will get one from this part one from this part and um of course as is now becoming the tradition finland drew a group with bosnia herzegovina and also Romania and Montenegro. Now, Romania and Montenegro—a nice change, I think. They play Romania in the previous or the first Nations League. I think it was, or maybe a World, uh, Euro twenty twenty qualifier. I think it was.
2: No, I, think, we, like or, it, I think
1: Euro twenty sixteen, or they—they they, they played them in a qualifier maybe five or six years ago. I can't mm. remember them playing Montenegro. Certainly we've not never, Recently, we've yeah. never
2: played them before.
1: Um, but yeah, Bosnia. It's. I think it's the third out of four draws now so they played them in qualifying for euro 2020 uh, 2022 world cup and now again in the the nations league so it's um yeah some familiar faces uh, although by then you know the bosnia really did i won't use a swear word but befouled the bed towards the end of the group stage for that so um be interesting to see where where bosnia are um the the tournament kicks off in june with four matches in 11 days and, uh, and then the other two later on, but uh, yeah, it's, a, I mean, we, we kind of jested beforehand about who we'd like and, and no one wanted Bosnia at all, just not, you know, we don't hate Bosnia, they're just, we're just sick, to, sick of the sight
0: of them. Yeah, I, I really didn't want Ukraine, probably even yeah. a little bit more. Um, and... Sweden would have been nice. Iceland would have been great because they're stinking the place up at the moment. That's the mm. that's the plum, plum top seed to have got. But um what what do you think, Mark? What do you think of Finland's chances in this in this group?
2: I like them. I mean, Bosnia are sick of the sight of us. They absolutely didn't <laughs> want us. They like they they I don't know, they they look at us like the team that they should be smashing every time we play, and they just pull their hair out whenever we turn up because I think because basically we're organized. Plus Bosnia, you know, next summer won't have Jako. I don't know what the future of Pjanic is because he stormed, up. he went out on a lash for their last uh, group game when they were, when they were already out of it. So he's persona non grata in their in their squad. So that's good. Montenegro, they they got promoted up from League C after romping against like I think Cyprus, Azerbaijan, and Luxembourg or somebody like this. So I mean, they're not a they're not a particularly great team. Romania is bloody tricky. You know, on paper, they don't look good, and although they have got Pushkas and Haji. So, <laughs> so, so they're not bad, but we've, like, I was taking a look at them and uh, the stats, we've never beaten them. We've played them 12 times, we've never beaten them. And I think the last time we played them, we got beat, it was in 2000, it was a friendly in 2018. Can you guess who played up front for us last time we played them?
1: Uh, Ruperisky. Nope. Scrab,
2: Scrab and Seddy. Oh.
1: Wow! Wow! Okay. Things change,
0: <laughs> have yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. It was a bit of a scratch. I think there was a tournament. Must have been a tournament on or coming up at the same time when we went involved. But it was a scratch side from us. But yeah, I think they're ranked about ten places ahead of us, and I think they're in the forties. They're in the top fifty anyway in the in the rankings. So, but I don't think they're that special. I, th- I think we can beat them. We should be able to.
0: Yeah, I, I, I must say, I, I was quite positive about Nations League when the fir- the idea first came around and I was really pleased to see it not not in Finland's not in Finland's group or even in in Finland's league but in League C to see Luxembourg and the Faroe Islands have been promoted and of course when you've got those seven sort of weakest teams two of them have to go up so all right two of them are going to go up but still Seeing Luxembourg winning games, seeing Faroe Islands winning games, it's uh, it warmed warms the cockles of yourself. It's it's fun that um you know we we,
1: we love the competition, it gave Finland that momentum to qualify for Euro 2020. Um, and already it's become oh god, we're playing the same teams again. <laughs> I think that there, there was, you know, we always thought, okay, well. You know, you're playing teams of a similar-ish level. And I think in in hindsight, it was probably a good thing Finland didn't win the group last time because they'd be getting pumped four or five nil each game. Mm. But, you know, they're playing teams again. You're in this kind of situation now where you're playing teams that you know quite well in some cases and and you're not really learning an awful lot. And I think um, we may well be in a case where we were in the World Cup group where you've got teams of a similar-ish level and um, it's going to be decided on sort of those who draws the most games or sort of the the most small of goal differences. So, um,
0: okay, yeah. don't don't you think that it, the the point though is that you're playing these games competitively? So rather than having meaningless friendlies, you you you've you've got something that you've really got got to go for.
3: Exactly that. I mean, we've spoke about that since the since the Nations League um was started, and I think you're exactly right. I mean from a purely selfish point of view I, I didn't really fancy Bosnia because um we've seen them a couple of times recently already and i and I've been there already, so I was just looking for you know whether travel ever international travel ever does come back, who knows but um but yes yeah, uh from a selfish point of view, I was looking for some new destinations but um but yeah Romania. And um, and that, you know, and, and Montenegro, never been there before. So, um, see, they're, they're, they're places that we can visit. But from a footballing point of view, I think the boys have, have hit the nail on the head. You know, Bosnia are a team that, I mean, as Mark said, they would look at us and think, right, we need to beat these. But we've been going, especially the last game that we played there in Zenica, we just went there and absolutely, absolutely smashed them. So um, they're in their little transition period. And we need to take full advantage of that. And I do think you're right. The um, the fact that these games are competitive means that they're much more meaningful, much more worthwhile than um, than a, a, a dodgy friendly somewhere. So, uh, yeah, all for it, mate. Yeah, no, I mean, I like the fact that in this group,
2: we've got a decent shot. Of, we, we were, what, Yere uh, red card away from, from, you know, potentially winning the group and, and going up into the A pot. I think the A pot would have been very difficult for us this time. Yeah. But I think we should. I mean, if we've got the chance to get there once, that's that's football's top table. Yeah. You know I mean, I'm not saying we have to stay there, and you know, we have to make a living out of getting an absolute hiding every week. You know, we don't need to be the new Iceland, but just one one sort of competition at that A League level level. See how we see how we fare. That'd be pretty good.
3: Well, it it, it grows the profile another a, another step, doesn't it, Mark? Do you know what I mean? If um if we can take this nations league campaign seriously, we can get some results and get promoted to that A League and start you know being pitched against, as you say, the Europe's top table. It it grows the profile of the sport in Finland again and, and it it you know ignites the interest and uh, and yeah well, they'll, they'll if we manage to get up there there'll certainly be some glamour tires. So we we'll look forward to that. Does it not wallet either?
1: Was yeah. well, it's now 21 years since Finland has played England. Um that'd be nice.
0: Well, yeah. you say you say that, Rich, although the group, uh, the, the team, the promoted team in England's group this this for this draw was Hungary, and they got England, Germany, and Italy. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we're we're settled for, for League B for this time round and, and see if we can't build a little bit of momentum. Blimey, O'Reilly, that's uh, that's something. And, and the interesting thing there is that England were the third-ranked team in their in their group. And I was I I hadn't really paid I, I not paid attention to it recently. But when I looked at the group, they they finished third with ten points, and the second-place team was on ten points. So it was like a goal goal difference thing, and it makes a big difference to be have Germany and Italy, or to be the second-place seed, and maybe have someone a little bit easier below you so um yeah we'd, we'd like the glory we'd like to it'd be great to see finland play england but wales but,
2: got wales got poland holland and belgium
0: it's not much easier is it that's, <laughs> that's,
2: that's
1: a tough group
0: are there any uh, so in the, in the a league are there any what was the easiest group
2: czech republic switzerland portugal spain
0: Really? Oh, thing. and what's the other one?
2: Yeah, uh, so the other Ooh. one's Austria, Austria, Croatia, Denmark, France. Uh,
0: there's not so, many points going begging there in any of those groups, are they? jeez yeah. Let's let the sure. let's let this new this this transition in the Hukia take place over the next couple of years, and then we'll have another go. Yes, Rich. Well,
1: well, bear in mind. I mean, again, we're looking slightly further ahead as well is that um, there's still going to be Euro 2024 playoff spaces up for grabs. Um, Last time around, Finland didn't need it because they qualified automatically, but um, there will be at least, I think, four, three or four spaces uh, from the playoffs up for grabs. So um, if Finland do get, and we won't know because those qualifiers don't start till 2023, um, but at least if, if Finland do win this group um, or place well, and then it's nice to have that. It's got to get out of jail free card in your back pocket.
0: Yeah, it doesn't doesn't hurt to have that. It, it drops the, certain teams get then dropped into the playoffs, don't they? So that's what's going to happen for the for the World Cup next year. You've got these three pathways. So basically, three lots of semifinals and three finals to get the final three teams going to the to the World Cup. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, now then the, the, these games are being played. They're being played quite, quite a compact period really, aren't they? Um, there's four games in, in a 12 day kind of international fortnight at the beginning of June. So from the 2nd of June to the 14th of June, there are four match days. And then in the September, but within five days in September, there's another, um, two games and that's it that's the groups done so they're all over within within a, a few months and then do we do we basically need to just move to the balkans for a few weeks <laughs> well uh, yeah yeah possibly although that that wouldn't be bad would it fortnight in the in the balkans and see who comes yeah. along um in june yeah um yeah actually that's true a fortnight in early june in in sort of Bosnia and, and Montenegro and and popping over to Romania. No, they're not. We're not going to get three away that's games a, in the summertime, time.
2: That's a that's a fair drive that from if you're going from Montenegro to Romania. That's a, yeah. That, no, that's
0: pretty. I wasn't thinking of driving. I, they, they, I was hoping for a plane. To <laughs> well, be honest,
2: we, road but... trip, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From
0: from Finland as well. I'll pick you up. Sainioki hmm. por- Porvo, and then on down to the, to we'll, the we'll meet you in an expensive bar over there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but um. And and this this is the only the only thing with the format of the Nations League that I don't like is that then from September you have this almost like three six sorry nine month break until the semi-finals and the finals and they take place in the middle of June, twenty twenty three, um, but you know it's spitting hairs a little bit. It's uh,
1: I'm looking then that's just to for June. the top. That's just for League A, so Finland won't be worried about that. But. Um...
0: Oh five. yeah, you yeah. mean it's the semifinals? Yes, of course. Yeah. That's the that's um, the top four
1: teams. In the yeah, league. then they do the playoffs. Might take even longer, depending on. I mean, then, because in twenty twenty three, you've got the Euro qualifiers, so then the playoffs for that will come from this nation's
0: league. So potentially, you're looking at well over a year. Um, okay, so here's here's but, a question. Here's a question that Sufu asked earlier. Why haven't they? Why do they? Firstly, why do they call it relegation playouts rather than playoffs? That's a UEFA thing. And secondly, why do we have the draw now for the Nations League before those two playout games, for example, Estonia and Cyprus or whatever, before they've been played? Any ideas? Uh, I think it's just to
1: kind of get it in the diary, um, get the fixtures done, and then they can look forward. And because those games aren't being played until the end of March. Yeah, why? Um I think that's the next international window. Oh, um, I see. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, so those games are being played in March, and then at least so once those games are played, they, those teams involved, Kazakhstan and, and people like that, they know where they'll be playing. Whereas everyone else can kind of look forward. Yeah. Inverted commas. Um, but the fixtures are out for this round. Uh, I think they're out Friday, as we're recording. So uh, we'll know soon. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think I think in case in case anybody was in doubt, obviously UEFA don't care about the smaller countries. <laughs> like if you ever needed proof it's
0: this yeah you mean making them wait three more months before they yeah. know where they're gonna be? yeah now that's everybody then else they...
2: goes now and then you guys wait three months and we'll sort yeah out. yeah that's
0: true <laughs> that's true i've put the um i've put a little in the in the show notes i've put a little um kind of breakdown of when all the match days are but um once we have the confirmed fixtures i'm sure rich will be tweeting those out because that's what he does and also uh, boom Bucharest,
2: okay. to Bar in in Montenegro. It's only fourteen hours in a drive uh, through Serbia. Is that the route we're going? Yes, yeah, straight, <laughs> straight, straight, <laughs> straight,
3: straight through <laughs> disputed land. Yeah.
2: Disputed land that should go quick. <laughs> oh,
0: geez. Hey, listen, Finns Finns will drive from Helsinki to Lapland for a long weekend, and that's that's a good twelve to fourteen hours. So you know we can we can do it. We'll share the driving. All right, let's. Let's um, let's draw a line under that now. I, I reckon we've done about fifteen minutes on the Nations League draw, and let's let's throw forward a little bit to the Swoman Cup next year. Now we 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 and I think especially Rich has been quite critical of all the chopping and changing to the Swoman Cup and the way that the cup has been diminished over recent years. Um, in the in the show notes, I put a link to um an article on saw me Footis, um and i've also sort of borrowed some of their explanations meet me google translate and saw me footis have put together a bit of a breakdown for you but rich can you give your sort of introduction
1: um yes yeah, so I, I think it was 2017 they changed the swarman cup uh, the finnish fa cup to Change it into group stages based on Vakas League, and then there's a Kakanen Cup. That basically removed any open draw elements to it. That uh, I mean, the numbers have been diminishing hugely over the previous seven or eight years. It gone from 400 plus. I think at the last one it was less than 90. Um, and they went to these stages where it essentially absorbed what was the the Liga Cup and um, became almost a pre-season tournament in theory until you get to the knockout rounds. Um, and then it was kind of so geared towards the big clubs that the, the little teams didn't bother, uh, really there wasn't a lot of Avenue for them to enter. Um, and it was such a close shop. It was like the champions league really. And, um, and I think again, people didn't care. There was a lack in of, in so issues. many ways
0: it was like the champions, League,
1: <laughs> <laughs> except the teams involved. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. And last year, um, it was a bit. I mean, you had a Cup's Cup final, which wasn't a great game, but Cup's won, which is the main thing. And we had, we're at the stage when the interest in it was minuscule. I mean, it wasn't, you know, this isn't the, the English FA Cup where people watch it all around the world anyway, but, you know, even by Finnish football standards, no one cared. So um, they had a bit of a panel, a focus group set up and uh, some sort of prominent. People in in the Finnish football community uh, and within Pallolita got together and decided to rip it up, start again, and basically they've gone back to exactly how it was. So it's an open draw. I think mean, at the last count, 172 clubs have entered, um, which is fantastic. We, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost double what the the last yeah. open draw tournament had. It's going to be virtually open. I think there's the the initial rounds; they'll be regionalized. Um, the bigger clubs won't enter till later, but that's normal for for a domestic cup. And really it's kind of it's got some excitement around those smaller clubs again. It's given them the chance that, you know, if you win a couple of games, normally the small team or the team in the lower division gets home advantage. So I mean there's there's the opportunity for a team from from Kakunen or, or Coleman and even to get a big Veikkaus League or a big Ukunen side at home. You know, and and potentially for them it'll be their biggest home game in 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 years so you know we we know by the end it'll be the same teams involved but it just makes it really interesting um just to have that little bit of chance involved again
0: just for those that that are listening by all means like dig into the into the blog post that, that comes with this and and you'll see some of the some of the stuff that I'm about to say. But if you can't be bothered and you want me to say it to you, um, which is me when I'm listening to podcasts, I don't want people to to tell me to go and look at this because I'm normally walking the dog and it's minus 15. I don't want to take my gloves off. So I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, the first four rounds are regional, um, and the clubs from the third division down in those in the first two rounds of those. And as Rich said, the home team is always the lower ranked of the two. Um for the third round, six teams from the Vekaus Liga, all of the Ukkonen clubs and Kakkonen clubs will join the draw. Um, and in the third round, there'll be 128 clubs taking part. Um, and still the lower lower level clubs will be the, the home team. Uh, fourth round, there's two more Vekaus Liga teams joining uh, and still this home, home benefit rule. And then the fifth round, it's almost like the drop in the, so in the fifth round, the, the European the clubs that are playing in Europe will come in. It's almost like dropping them in at the semi-final stage, isn't it? Like four, four clubs that are in Europe played the semi-finals. The rest of it leads up to that. Um, but then, you know, you have sixth round and then the quarterfinals at the end of June, semi-finals at the end of August and the, and the final in the middle of September. So, you know, there's a little, little summary and again thanks to saw me for explaining that and uh you know thanks to google for helping me translate it quickly <laughs>
1: uh, um, i mean one yeah. thing they have made legit which they they forced in they kind of shoehorned in last year i think it was one of the more obscure rules but they've made it apparent now is that if two teams from the same club are drawn they will force them to play each other oh, so wow. that they can so that they can remove, so that they don't want to get to the final and have Corps Hoikor against Corps' junior side in the final. So um, essentially, because we had it last year, definitely with Asikor and Hif, almost uh, said it, Cor have played, their third and fourth teams played at one point, I think it was about five or six years ago. Their third and fourth teams were drawn together. They had a joint huddle at the start of the game and it was just so weird. And I think the third team won about 4-0, but it's... Um, so essentially to remove the, that they, they're going to force teams from the same club to play each other to get rid of one of them which is uh, amusing because yeah you don't you get that it's quite common in europe it's, i mean it doesn't happen in england obviously but in europe was it one year i think real madrid played their b team in the spanish Just, yeah. cup final
0: yeah Oh, I'd just be great to see the, the, the B team knock out the A team and the squabbles that you'd get there in the in the club would be hilarious. Um I, I think that I think that summarizes the Swarman Cup quite nicely. We're going to talk about Liga Cup in a minute, but how about if we take our halftime break? Thank you, ref. And first of all, let me let me mention a little bit about our merchandise and let's do this uh, Let's do this little share. There we go. Can you see the can you see the shop? There? Oh, it's on offer. Yes. Everything's on offer. Yeah, that's what that's what I just noticed. So I think it was Ollie, worth Ollie, Ollie. Exactly, exactly. So everything must go. This is the the Finnish football show shop on tpublic.com. Uh It's the same designs that we've had on there all year. But the reason really for mentioning this now, yes, they're on they're on sale, but basically in the last week that these t-shirts are going to be available because i've knocked up some new designs that we will be um launching next monday in the live show so i'm not quite sure what i did there i clicked on something no let's go back
3: badges also <laughs> available so.
0: yeah i think so yeah so um we will preview the new designs on monday as we've said before the pricing is completely controlled by and whatever whatever you price you buy at, um, a little cut of that goes to the the running cost of the of the finished football show. Um, and the design is, I think, dramatically different for next year. I've I've put a cheeky little 2022 in there as well. So now these things are are limited to the uh, to the year. We'll run it for a season and then we'll change it for next year and I've already had an idea for 2023 as well so once those creative juices get flowing I can't I can't turn them off so I uh, through Public, there will be there'll be t-shirts there will be phone cases some bags and some pin badges and then Rich I think you have got something for the for the next uh the next range coming up with cups as well or mugs um yeah so
1: it's at the moment I've got one of our original designs is available as a mug but once these new ones go live i'll uh, i'll do what i can to make mugs out of them the way i make mugs out of everyone else so it's
0: uh yes very good you've been you've been practicing that one I haven't actually <laughs> and and also um buy me buy me a coffee.com slash ffs podcast if you want to make a donation um and get your name read out in the show which i'm sure that's why farid keeps keeps donating money because he likes to hear us saying his name and uh so we'll do it again now just for the for the fun of it um thanks to everyone else that's donated through the through the last year as well we we appreciate it it makes a it makes a difference um and you if you want to just donate via to us directly then via the uh the website there's a, a link in the, uh, in the blog post where you can support the Finnish football show cause. And uh, if you want to, thanks for that. Uh, Mark, it's still half time. We've got time for our Yassila Sipoli, our Finnish football phrase. And the phrase this week is, Palsa. Oh, and what is Palsa?
2: Uh, I think it's, it's 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 almost directly translated from the Swedish like pause like or, or stop and it, what it means is like uh, it's a keep ball so yeah it's when you it's when you sit back and hold the ball and, and knock it about and wait for the other team to come out and press and then try to knock it in behind on on the break.
0: Very good. Okay, Pausa. We what we really need is a list, maybe even a T-shirt with all of these simple is listed <laughs> who's going to go back through all the all the previous 20 odd shows and and get all the get our, our little dictionary together okay, okay do you fancy that job
3: yeah why not yeah all
0: right good stuff <laughs> all right let's crack on with the uh with the second half and i mentioned it just before that the liga cup is returning um uh, who else has had a little dig into what this what this means? Anyone got got anything to to say?
2: Well, I reckon. I mean, it's just uh, at the start of the season last year, we had the sort of mangled version of the Swoman Cup, littered with sort of friendlies, um, you know, pre-season friendlies between the Vaco Liga clubs. And what you end up noticing is that, it, 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 for, in for all intents and purposes, it just ends up being the same teams playing each other as you would get in the Liga Cup. So you may as well stick a sort of tin pot at the end of it and make it a bit competitive, a little bit like the, the Nations League. Because, I mean, I think, you know, Hojikor played, I watched them in Dalí Hallé, I think they played like Lahti and, and Hojikor a couple of times. And, you know, just, you know, the same kind of teams in around the local area. So I think it makes sense for it to come back and to stick a tin pot at the end of it because, I don't know, it's a good way to get fans in. Prices are always cheap. You know, everybody's warming up the sausages and and it, actually it's it's also a good place where you get to see sort of like trial players come in and, and you know, new players moving around. So I'm, I'm really glad to see it back. I think it's a good, it's a good development.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's a, it was all, it always feels a bit strange watching football indoors anyway. And these, <clears throat> these arenas or these bubble domes that they play these games in, <clears throat> they're not great for, spectators you're either literally standing on the sideline or you're up on a little balcony behind a net um but there is, there is there is something of a pre-season sort of vibe to it so like you say having a having a the Liga Cup as a pre-season cup just for the Vekhals Liga teams why why not it, it, you're right it's it's, it's, com, it's competitive football as part of the the warming up for the house Liga season um, I I thought it completely diminished the Salmon Cup to play like that during the close season because the teams are half-baked mm-hmm. and you know I, I think but having having this back and having Salmon Cup back to its sort of former state is a is is a positive thing um, and just a little bit for the listener about the structure of this again there's a link to the Bakehouse Liga website here but it features all 12 Vegas Liga teams in three groups of four. Each, each team in the group plays each other once. The top two from each group qualify, as well as two of the, the two best third-place teams go through to the quarterfinals. So basically, eight teams out of 12 qualify, having everyone played three games against each other, and then you go to semis and uh, and a final. And this is all to be played out, I think, in... February and March, so it's it's over that over the, uh, during those couple of months of closed season, should we say? And the three uh, the groups are kind of well geographical. They are geographical. So you've got in Group A, Hoi Inter, Hoi and Mariaham. In Group B, you've got Ilves, Lati, Hakka, and Honka. Um, and in Group C. So, yes it's geographical but it, it starts to get a bit spread out as you get <laughs> further north you've got coops uh incorpio sanioki olu and vaza right? there's a bit of traveling to be done there um but I have to say as a as a saniyaki supporter it's good to have coops back in the division it's good to have some local rivalry I'd be quite happy if we could have um have vasa and uh Kokkula and Yarov, all back, all in the vekos Liga at the same time. So we can have, so we can have some nice local away days rather than this Oulu and Corpio business. But that's just me being a selfish football fan. Um,
1: we've also got, uh, with the Liga Cup, the Ukonen Cup has come back. I think it's the first time they've played it in about 20 years.
0: Um okay. it's a,
1: pretty much an identical format, but with the 12 clubs from the Ukinen division. Um and again the groups are regional-ish. And um yeah, and and, and also because this week uh ROPS, uh formerly Fake House Liga medalists, uh they relinquished their place in the second division or sort of, second tier, uh, and they've been replaced by Pepo from Lapin Rampa. So um
0: well, that's a, a good. It's a good point to sort of move on a little bit from Liga coverage. Mm. Um, I'll add a link about and Cup in the mm. in the blog post. But but I think Rops is a is a bit of a sad story, really. So let's let's move on to some recent news, things that have happened lately that we we can mention for people. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, I guess Rops <coughs> is probably the, one of the bigger stories. Mm. Um, and they they lost the promotion playoff to Vegas Liga to Oulu last month, and um, yeah, I think it was last week. They announced that they wouldn't be, or they wouldn't be applying for a license to play in the the Ukanen division uh, because of the the costs involved. I think they lost a lot of money from COVID. Uh, one of their big income generators is the the bingo house, the bingo talar, in Rovaniemi, that they're also trying to sell, which says a lot about how perilous things are there that mm. they're trying to sell their main generator of income. And um, yeah, that the it looks like they'll be applying to play in the Kakanen division but um a lot of their players have left already they've basically said to their the first team squad you're free to leave uh, ones already rocked up at Asico as we we joked about but um it's, yeah i mean it's, it's a shame because you know as as um up until recently they were in in the Veikkausliiga they came third i think uh, 2015 or 16 and they were in the Europa League i think f- two or three years ago so for that to happen they got relegated they they tried to come back up with a very young squad and did really well but kind of ran out of steam so um it's hard to see where this is going to go uh, it's happened in the past with clubs they've essentially re- reformed uh they've the, the holding company has virtually gone out of business someone else has come in and, and started the club again but it's hard to know how that will work for rops and um Fingers crossed it's its not the end of them because, I mean, I've, I've read an article this week tracing it all the way back to the match-fixing issue that they had in 2011, I think, was the last round of it, and uh, that they never really recovered from there financially anyway. So it's a, it's a shame, and they, they've been replaced in the division, and who knows what will happen next, because I think mean, once, once clubs start sinking down, it's a, it's a long way back up.
3: I mean it's um it's it's nice to see Pepo come up and and play in the in Ukenen, but as you say Rich it's, it's I mean I know they I know they're far away they they're a million miles from anyone else but a, a, a town the size of Rovaniemi really deserves to have a team who are at least in the second tier at a at a the game in Finland really don't they you know what I mean it's um it is it is a bit sad and uh, yeah hopefully they can sort themselves out
0: uh, any any other news that's that's caught people's eye lately? Rich, you 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 seem to be on on all the mailing lists and and press release lists. Uh, what 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 have you seen lately?
1: Um, well, it's not been confirmed yet, but uh, it seems that like Ohho uh-huh, a uh, favourite of mine, he's a uh, his contract at Coups ended at the end of the season, and it seems as though he's going to be signing for FC Suwon in the K League in Korea, which as a competition, I believe is quite strong and he's going to be at least doubling if not more his, his salary, but it's a, that's a strange, strange one. Um, having recently broken into the Finland squad and, and performed pretty well yeah. in the games that he's featured. Um, and, and I guess the only issue would be that he's not gone to another European club because he's done it already. He went to Belgium, uh varagam i think it was um didn't really work he came back to cups he's 26 now so he's not young there's not that kind of potential but to go to korea i mean it's a massive step up in terms of the the quality of the football in the league but it's um it's also a very big jump um culturally and everything else so
0: that, that also might be might be part of the appeal might it like if it, if it is you know a bit uh, a a better salary different culture for a, a couple of years and and a better quality of football why why
1: not i mean we, we when we talked to, to um yoni kauko about his move to india um a slight different circumstances he's further down the line in his career um not so sure and, the standard
0: is as high out there aren't well
1: they? exactly yeah <laughs> so uh, you know at least then he said that he was told that it wouldn't necessarily harm his Finland prospects although of course it it hasn't (laughs) um and and I do wonder if Nisila has you know that same kind of position and confidence to ask Rive if it's going to affect his position in the Finland squad and you know he's younger he he offers different things to Kauka but you know that's um that's a decision he's had to make, and and you'd hope at some point he's had some reassurance that it's not going to affect his international career.
0: Well, apart he's from being, to,
3: he's got to, he's got to have had that conversation. Do you know what mm. I mean? Especially breaking through, and he, he's not like he's been a bit part player. He's come into the squad, and he's impressed every time he's been on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? He's um, mm. he he's he's been he's been fantastic. So he must he's got to have had that conversation. Do you know what I mean? To just disregard. That that avenue, and just think, well, I'm off to Korea. It's a, you know, however far away, on a flight to come back for internationals and all that. He he's he's got to have taken some reassurance, surely.
0: Yeah, and also like, if he's going to play football in a stronger league, it should make him a better player. So that should still make him interesting to Rive for the for the national team.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you said, I'm not so worried about his selection. I think, I think he will get it. There's a couple of, there's two sort of concerns, which is that it's a long way, you know, we lost, you know, when, remember when Ring moved out to the States and basically decided he didn't want to do the commute back and sort of stayed out there. I thought that was a big blow to us and I wouldn't want something like that to happen to us again. But I think the other, the other thing that I'm mainly worried about is that a little bit like Oni Valakari in Cyprus, who watches that league? Yeah, you know, I mean, like, what, 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 what's your next step up as a big club? Because I mean, in that sort of in that part of the world, even the Chinese Super League is sort of imploding at the minute. So there's not like there's not big money and a big move there. The Japanese league is is I would say pretty probably the best quality league that's out, you know, in that part of the world. But it's I mean, you're not going to find Premier League scouts or, you know, Bundesliga scouts that you know doing the rounds down down in the, in those kind of leagues. So I'm that's the main thing that I'm worried about, which is career wise, where's this next step? And where's the one after that? But I I hope he goes there and fills his boots. I really do.
0: There are there are a few Korean players in the in the Premier League now, then it's not they're not completely off the radar. And and whether they're coming directly from Korea or from other European clubs that have found them, but that suggests there is a there is a, a process for players from there being discovered and coming it, it, back to back to sort of bigger clubs in northern Europe. Um and, and I think also like the when when the Chinese Super League came and you know they were throwing money, hosing money at, at players, and there were some players that went there quite young and you thought, are they like just going for the money so early? Where are they gonna, what's he gonna do for their careers? And actually some players went there for, for a couple of years and came back and still moved on to bigger bigger clubs in back in back in europe so i didn't realize he was so he was so old but was was 26 i yeah, thought he I was think, a bit younger so
1: yeah i mean the, the k league is is a lot more established um, than the chinese super league mm. um, i think it's probably second in the region to japan in terms of the kind of overall quality from what i've heard from world football stuff but it's um i mean it's definitely a step up and and i think it's a lot more secure in terms of you know going to rather than going to China and it blowing up in a couple of years um but yeah it's, it, I mean it's, a, it's an interesting it's very left field choice um I wonder what else was was offered to him um you know, I mean it's a similar situation will he's slightly older than than um Niskanen when he left Cups and went to Germany and rotted for 18 months before finding his feet again in Scotland um so it's you know it's interesting but again this is this is where we are. We're living in a global world, apparently. And um, and talking of Ring, there's rumours that Leo then might be moving to Austin FC, which is where Ring is at the moment. So if that goes through, um, again, whether it's a step up or not, I don't know. But it's definitely you know he's played really well um, since he's sort of had a good run. So Keke. Okay,
3: okay. Yeah, I mean, um, Old Sven Scan published their uh, their like team of the mo- the play- I think it was like the players who have played most minutes across the season and um yeah Lara and was uh, was in there at center back he's had a lot of football recently for Elfsborg and um and had a really decent season and um yeah just o- on that as well uh, recently was the uh, all svenskan sort of players gala where they um, vote for their players of the season etc and it's voted for by the um the Coaches of the clubs and, and also the fans, and uh, yeah, Carl Johan Sackle Eriksson was uh voted as goalkeeper of the season for his um second half of the season heroics that great run of clean sheets that saw his side um secure their top division status. So, congratulations to him,
1: um, and yeah, and I mean, that again, Rasmus Schuller had a good year there as well, didn't he, in, in Sweden? So uh, it's nice to see the Finns doing well, and yes, I will say nice things about Rasmus Schuller.
3: Yeah. yeah, spoiler alert. We been um, fantastic. <laughs> we
1: He's the, the best. Quality
3: player, best
0: quality player.
3: Quality player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, watch this space. We might we might be uh, sneaking a little chat with uh, Rade soon. Uh,
0: and back when we we're talking about these transfers, Rich, you shared with us recently this um, the link to the article on Veikkausliiga which is the the transfer. News and it's regularly updated. So I've just put a link to that back in the back in the show notes, and we'll we'll refer back to that in in future shows as well as as news is breaking.
1: Yeah, I don't have any more players gone from Helsinki to uh, Asiko since
0: we last spoke. Well, since we last spoke, loads have gone. Well, since we last recorded something, well, was, they, was they have. has
1: gone there now as well, hasn't he? So
0: yeah, that's, that's is it. Three
1: players and the and the coach. Hmm. Uh, yeah.
3: And Woody, was just on, uh, Rinesky, yeah. yeah, just on the on the news, um, Hoi F Corps has been celebrating the fact that they've uh, been granted their license uh, this season. That 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 came out today. So, um, yeah, is it new owners there? Yeah, it, yeah. So the new owners are um, yeah celebrating the fact that they've been granted their their license. So I I mean I really I, as I said I've said it on previous shows. I was really impressed with um, with Hoi F Corp last season and. Yeah, I just hope that they can uh, that these new owners and whoever goes in there can continue the good work that was um, that was started by Joachim Gomez.
2: Yeah, I like him. I, I, actually, I've got a bit of weird random news. Something that I'd missed at the end of last season. Uh, Hannu uh who was no. the Hoiivko Ho- Ho- centre back, he's retired. Like, he, I mean, he didn't get much game yes. time because of injury last time, but he's I think he's about thirty four. He played six times for Finland. He uh, played for Helsingborg in the Allsvenskan, won the Svenska and twice, played in Norway uh, in Sondal in the e- 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 Elite serien and then he played and won the league at hoiko and then he's been at he- Hojivkó for, for two, three years but uh, but he struggled with injury but um, as I, I think we gave a bit of a shout out to um, to Furu when he retired from Inter at the end of the season so also the same thing for Hannu Patran who was a he was a hell of a good player, hell of a good centre back, um, you know, across the Nordic needs.
0: Very good. Um, I wonder if that's maybe time to draw a veil over things. Um, I'm aware of the time, and I'm aware that there's a an important Premier League game that one of the Finnish football show team needs to dash off and watch with his uh, with his neighbours. So, uh, Mark, good luck. Liverpool versus Newcastle. It's it's gonna sting.
2: From behind the sofa.
0: Yes. It always stings from behind the sofa. Um, That's what she said. (laughs) And and before we completely wrap up, I just wanted to mention the the live show that we've got coming up. So we 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 had this this episode scheduled, and then we thought, what can we do for Christmas? And we thought, let's what about a live show where we where we do something here on Zoom. So it will be kind of recorded here on Zoom and and everything will be streamed from here. Um, but then we'll, we'll broadcast it live on Facebook. Um, we've got a Facebook event, we've got a Facebook page and we've got a Facebook group and I'm going to put a link to that that live stream in all of those places. So get on the, get on there, onto Facebook and find either the group or the page or the event, follow it. And then you'll get notifications when we when we go live um but dear listener we don't just want you to watch we want you to take part so we will be sharing the login details for the zoom chat and we want you to come on and and talk to us um we want you to you don't have to prepare much no homework but just come and tell us where you're from and where you live whether it's in finland or not um We wanna know a little bit like, what's your connection to Finland? Why do you care about Finnish football? Um, And what, what Finnish team do you follow? That's all, that should be enough to break the ice and get a conversation going. And then if you want, you can ask us a question, either individually or as a group or whatever, whatever you want, but just, we're putting a bit of responsibility on you, listener, to provide a bit of content. We've done 36 shows this year, out of a total of 104 in the last six years, so we've been busy. And uh, I said it in the little trailer on the on the Facebook page earlier this week. If we've got interesting content, that's because you've brought interesting content. If we have a boring show, that's because you lot didn't pull your weight. So I'm I'm going to leave it there. But it'd be great. It'd be great to have a chat with some of you. We met some of you when we were in Helsinki. It would be good if some of you guys can come on and, uh, and talk with us. Or if you've never interacted with us before, but you think now might be the chance. Um, you don't want to hear us prattling on for another hour about all the stuff we've already talked about. So come on and uh, steer the show how you want. But I reckon that's probably it. We didn't organize a following for this week. So maybe we should say follow the Finnish football show on Facebook and find that event on Monday the 20th. It'll be going out at 9 pm Finnish time, 7 pm UK time. Listener, uh, you can work it's out.
1: Hour early, wasn't
0: it? Oh, sorry. It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was eight yeah. o'clock, we decided. Eight o'clock Finnish time. And I better check that I set up the stream for the right time as well. (laughs) Anyway, all right, there you go. Tip, brilliant. Thanks, thanks, Rich. You're right. Uh, Eight o'clock finish time, six p.m. UK time. And until then, Rich, thanks for joining us. Hello. Okay. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Making sure you're listening. (laughs) Okay. okay. (laughs) See you. See you Monday. Kithos. And Mark. Good luck with the football.
2: Thanks, man. Hey, Joel.
0: Until the next episode, thanks for listening to the Finnish Football Show. (laughs) Bye-bye.